Hey, magic makers, Kelsey Foremost here, host of Find Your Magic, a podcast where mental health and entrepreneurship meet. I am thrilled to be able to share this conversation with you with a woman who is truly such an incredible example of what's possible when you get your mindset right. She's one of my personal sort of North Star mentors. Her name is Shannon Mattern, and she was able to take her side hustle of freelance web design to a full-time gig to quit her day job. Pretty inspiring stuff. So how does she do it? Well, Shannon teaches non-techie DIYers how to build their own website and get found online. And she also teaches web designers how to create profitable, sustainable, scalable web design businesses. So she teaches people who have their own business, who want to build a website and also web designers trying to build a business. Shannon also is the host of her own podcast called Pep Talks for Side Hustlers. I was on that podcast last year. Definitely take a second to go listen to that episode. I'll put the link in the show notes below. And on that podcast, she shares side hustle success stories and advice to help her listeners go from side hustle to self-employed without taking a pay cut. And that's the big asterisk there. She's so good at helping you figure out what is actually going to make you money so that you can feel safe in quitting that career or day job or identity or whatever it is to go out on your own and really invest in yourself. And if I had to pick a theme for this episode, it really is all about mindset and understanding that you have to invest in yourself and you have to invest in programs and people that are going to support your business to scale faster and thinking of them as just that investments, investments that you are going to make back in spades if you actually apply them. So if you are at a crossroads of wanting to know if you're ready to quit that um, day job, or if you're even just thinking, I kind of want to start a side hustle, but I don't want to just sink a lot of money into it. I feel guilty. This is the conversation for you. So please welcome my friend, Shannon Mattern to find your magic. Shannon, thank you so much for being on find your magic with me today. Kelsey, thank you so much for having me. So a little bit of background for you guys. I was a guest on Shannon's podcast, which is called pep talks for side hustlers. And she brought me on to talk about copywriting, but our conversation actually ended up going a lot deeper. And it was one of my favorite interviews I've ever done because Shannon and I are very aligned in feeling that mental health and entrepreneurship really do go hand in hand. Absolutely. My podcast is like a bait and switch. I'm like, come talk about your business. No, let me ask you all the real questions. And that's why I wanted to be on your show because I knew it would go deeper. I'm so honored to hear you say that. And I do think like your show, the, the title is very apt pep talks for side hustlers, because I think we get caught in this web of doubt and imposter syndrome where we think the, the, 
that the side hustle, like we're not good enough to take it full time. And one of my favorite things that you do is you share, you're very transparent about your journey of going from side hustle to full time. So I'd love if you shared with this audience, um, how that sort of happened over time. It's not like this overnight thing where you're like, I feel ready, right? (laughs) No, not at all. So long story short, back in like 20, late 2014, I was at my day job. I'd been at that job for, um, probably like seven years. And I was just sitting in my beige office, no windows under fluorescent lights. And I literally, I just had like this panic attack moment, anxiety moment where I was like, I cannot do this for the rest of my life. How is, how is this? Okay. This is not okay. (laughs) Like this cannot be why, like what my purpose is. And I didn't have that clear articulation of purpose at that time. It was more of like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Um, and so I really felt a strong sense of needing to be in control of my life. And I felt like I was not, I felt like I was at the effect of my employer, their rules, like all of the things. And I was like, I feel like I have a parent still, and I'm 35 years old. Ooh, that's um, a really, really at my therapist would love that. She would latch onto that so fast. <laughs> and she'd be like, let's unpack why you say it's your parent. That's hilarious. And I agree. It's like, it's that thing of like, I'm ready to be independent. I'm ready to go out on my own and having to make ourselves fit into a box. God, that description of the beige office with the fluorescent lights. I think that's hell. That's, that's my, that's my personal hellscape. Yes. Yes. I mean, and it was, it was like, I have to ask for time off. I have to wear a certain thing. I have to be a certain place at a certain time. The amount you pay me is dictated by like how long I've been here. And like this, all these other factors, not my performance, not anything. And I was just, I was like, you know what? I want to, um, I want to be in charge of it. So the skill that I had was web design. Um, that was the, that was the one skill that I thought like, what could I do to make money? Like nobody's going to want me to do like these boring financial reports, but I can build websites. I've been doing it for this company. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's kind of what I started out doing as a freelancer, um, as my side hustle. And I was totally naive about what that would look like. In terms you know of what? How I actually, I, I actually think naivete is a little bit of a gift at the beginning, because if you know, what's gonna like all that you're going to have to learn. I mean, when you are a freelancer, you're not just doing the skill that you know how to do. That's something that I sort of wish I had had a bit of a bit of a better grasp on when I started as a freelance copywriter was, oh no, you're going to need to be like your own DIY web designer, which we're going to get into in the rest of this episode. Cause that's Shannon's specialty. Um, you're going to have to be your own marketing team. You're going to have to be your own PR. You have to be your own copywriter and all of those skills are totally learnable. It's just, you can't let them pile on in a way that they feel overwhelming so that you never move forward. I think that that's what holds a lot of people back is they're like, oh, I didn't realize I was going to have to do these. I was going to have to wear 17 hats. So I just don't feel prepared. So I'm just not going to do it. 
Yeah. Or I'm going to stay in the, the fun part of building the business, which is, oh, let me, you know, build the website and do this and do that and never, ever get a client. And you like say that you're in business, but you're not really doing the business. That's the other place. It's like either you don't start or you have fun playing and you never actually like do the thing and get the clients and learn all of those lessons of of working with clients. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of dove in head first and had no boundaries had like, I had to learn so many things the hard way, which I'm, I'm glad I did because now I can teach other people, but I was having this conversation with somebody else. It's like, if you don't ever envision yourself, like being a coach or a teacher or um, a mentor to anyone else doing it, don't learn the hard way. Just get help. Yes. (laughs) Oh man. Just get help, man. So much grief can be alleviated and skipped completely if you just get help. And I think, do you, would you agree that that's actually one of the biggest things that creative entrepreneurs in particular have a hard time with? Oh, for sure. For me in the beginning, I did not realize that I withheld myself from getting help because I didn't believe I I was afraid of failure. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, if I don't pay, like if I don't pay someone to mentor me, if I fail or if I don't spend a dime on this business and I like do it on myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I do think there's value in doing it yourself, but there's also, um, you know, not when you come at it from a destructive mentality. Yeah, like boundaries was a big word you just said. I think that's so important. You're totally right. Yeah. So I refused to get help. I did everything <laughs> myself. I was a total lone wolf. It was a hard, hard, lonely road to go. I paid the price physically, mentally. My family paid the price um, and I made it work. Like that's the second, the success story side yeah. of this is like, I was successful. I made money. I replaced my day job income and I quit my day job. And I look back and I'm like, at what cost? Yeah, so now wow. I am happy to say that like seven years in, I have, I have a healthy relationship with my business, but in those early days, it was not Hmm. So you know how, when someone is in business for a while and you ask them like, what's the one thing you wish you had done sooner? My answer is I wish I had migrated all of the different platforms that I was using to Kajabi way sooner than I did. I dragged my feet because I was nervous. Technology was intimidating to me. I was totally on my own. I didn't have a team. And when I finally pulled the trigger and signed up for Kajabi, you guys, it was like night and freaking day. They have the best customer service that I've ever experienced. They have a incredible like video library and knowledge base. So any question you have, there's like little videos that show you exactly how to do things. And if you can't figure it out from the videos, you can chat with a customer support rep right there in real time. I'm telling you, like, it's not just 
for online course programs. When you hear Kajabi, you probably are thinking of their online courses or hosting an online course, but it is so much more than that. I have all of my templates on there. It handles all of my payments for me. It like whenever somebody buys something, it just goes right into my bank account. I handle all my emails from there, all of my marketing funnels, opt-ins, landing pages, you name it. I do it on Kajabi. They're offering a free 30-day trial to find your magic listeners right now. To check that out and read more about the platform, go to kelseyforemost.com slash Kajabi. That's kelseyforemost.com slash K-A-J-A-B-I. What would you say to an entrepreneur who was seeing some traction and some success and like was ready to make it a full-time job instead of a side hustle? What advice would you give them to sort of make sure that they're set up for long-term actual business success? Yes, I would say, please have some sort of support. Um, whether that is, uh, uh, mentorship and coaching, whether that is, uh, a teammate that is taking some of the work off your plate, whether that is, um, you know, just having business friends or a mastermind just so that you have that support system because going it alone is, uh, it's just, it's not as fulfilling for one, but it is, I can't just keep saying it's the hard road. It is the hard road to go. So what about the, and I have my own answer for this, but what about the person listening to that going, I'm, I don't make enough money in my side hustle yet to afford that. I don't make enough money to hire an assistant or a business mentor or a coach. What would you say to that person? I was that person. Um, I absolutely was that person. And what I can say is like, yes, it is stretchy. Yes. It feels like a risk. Yes. It is scary. All of the above. And you will go farther faster and, you know, and recoup that investment uh, faster if you go all in and you're going all in on yourself, really. Like it's a commitment to yourself. It's not, like I used to think of it as money that was going to go away and never come back. And therefore I had to hold on to it so tightly because I can't afford and I'm afraid. And it's like, I had to grow to this point where I'm like, I am so all in on the result that like, you're basically holding on to this money for me temporarily and it's coming back. And then some for people listening, not watching, I just made a mind blow (laughs) uh, sound effect slash symbol. I love that idea. Thinking of it as like, almost like a loan that they're paying back with results. Yeah. It's just like, Hey, here, hold on to this. I promise you, I'm going to go do this thing. And when I've completed it, give it back to me. Yeah. Yes. God. I love that. I heard something just yesterday about the idea of sunk cost. If you guys don't know. So I was talking to someone about, um, like why we hold on to things that we paid for or continue to invest in something with our time because we paid money for it, even if we know it's not working for us and we need something different. And it's called this idea of sunk cost, which is like, say I pay $500 for an online course and it's non-refundable. And I take the course and I go, oh, that didn't really teach me what I actually wanted to learn 
but it's non-refundable and I already spent the money. So I guess I'm just going to do what this course says for a couple of months. And then you waste all this time that could have been spent doing something that actually would help you simply because you're so attached to like, I spent money on this and I'm not going to like, let it go. Same thing with a platform. Like maybe you subscribed to something for the full year instead of month by month. And you're like, ugh this isn't actually working for me. Like, I don't actually want this. And I think that that is something I'm learning where like, you almost have to build investing in yourself and investing in your business into your overall business plan, which one of the things I love that Shannon does and please, please, please sign up for her. Um, if you sign up for any of her freebies, you get on her email list, which is so good, but she does these monthly income reports. And one of the coolest things, first of all, I love that you're that transparent. It's like <laughs> so enlightening and you can go back like, God, you've been doing it for how long? Since 2018. Since 2018, my God. And one of the things that always shocks me in a good way is seeing how much you're investing in coaching, mentorship, uh, courses, all that stuff. Can you talk about the sort of journey to that mindset shift of like investing in yourself? Yeah. And, you know, I think it kind of starts with that whole sunk cost conversation because I could look back in the early days when like, okay, I'm like, okay, I feel desperate. Now I need some help. Now I'm going to buy this course. Uh, it wasn't what I wanted. Uh, it did, I didn't get the results that everybody else in the testimonials are getting. So mm -hmm. this course is not the right course for me. Let me go to this course and that course. And, and the whole thing of like the sunk cost is like, maybe the value that I got out of that money that I spent wasn't necessarily what was on the sales page. Right. Yeah. So just because I paid X for this course and these were like, the results I could have gotten and, you know, whatever, whatever I got different outcomes or results or value or benefit from every single thing. Like if I, through the lens of me seven years in, I can look back at every single purchase that I made and tell you exactly how that has benefited me now, even yeah. if I didn't get the prescribed results on the sales page when I made the purchase. So That's I think such sunk cost point. is not even a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I know we waste time and like, you know, put ourselves through, through stuff, but like, just don't feel like you've wasted money. If something didn't go the way you expected, like there is a lesson that maybe you learn right away. Maybe it comes back in two years. Dang, whatever. I, I mean, I just had a light bulb moment for me personally. Like I was thinking about like, okay, what were my sunk costs? And there were a couple of copywriting courses that I took, um, and invested in that were like, you know, not cheap, like 350, 650, like good chunks of change that I'm never going to get back. And I've always felt this sort of resentment about it being like, that was a crappy course. I can't believe that cost almost $700. But then what it taught me was like, I definitely don't want my course to be like this. And like, this is an example of what not to do. And I don't want people to feel this way when they buy my templates or my copy class. And it like completely informed the format of my course that is now the main portion of my income. So yep. 
that was such, wow. Like literally just now had that personal realization. Would you also say that investing in non-business self-care, non like quote unquote businessy mental health things would actually benefit your business? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll touch more on that later, but I wanted to kind of go back to something that you said about, you know, just the, the money that you spent and like, oh, I don't want people to feel that way about my stuff. But also what I see happening is because you had a few duds, because you kissed a few frogs, you then hesitate to mm. continue the pursuit of finding the right thing because you're like, I feel so guilty that I've spent this money or I've wasted so much money or all of this. And then, so you like draw this line in the sand and you actually like stop short of finding that thing. That's going to, I hear this all the time from people and it breaks my heart where they're like, your program sounds like exactly what I need. And I'm just not going to move forward with you because I've already spent so much money on so many other things that That's didn't so work. Hard. And I'm like, but I can help you. Yeah. I can help you. And like with my web designer Academy, I teach web designers how to build web design businesses. And I hear that all the time that they've tried all these other things and they are preventing themselves from moving forward because of past quote unquote mistakes, which they are not mistakes. It's just the path. And if you can believe that that money is coming, that all of that money, plus the, you know, it's all coming back to you someday. Oh <laughs> Just my gosh. stay the course. I love that. And I love the idea of kissing the frogs because we all know that story. Like you got to keep kissing frogs till you get the prince or princess. Um, and I, <laughs> that's such a good point. Cause I have a hundred percent been that person where oh, I've been too. like, oh, I'm never buying another, like, I, I feel super guilty and I'm a single person. I'm only responsible for myself. I can't imagine the compounded guilt of someone who is perhaps in a domestic partnership or a marriage or has children. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, oof. But then like how sad that that person who still has the gift to give, who still has this amazing idea for their own business and their own path, that they're stopping themselves from pursuing it because they feel guilty. Yeah. I think yeah. about this story often. Um, if you guys are familiar with the work of Glennon Doyle, she's a memoir writer and she's, she's just, I love her so much. I like want to be her friend. Um, but she tells this story about when she was trying to decide whether to leave a toxic marriage and she decided she was going to stay for her kids. And she was braiding her, I think, nine or 10 year old daughter's hair. And she was sitting there with her in the mirror and she was like, okay, I'm staying for the kids. And then she looked at her daughter and goes, I'm staying in this marriage for this little girl, but I wouldn't want this marriage for this little girl. So therefore, if I'm going to show the example of what I want for her, I have to leave. I have to do this for myself. And I think it's the same thing in business. Like you have to have your own back and you have to pursue the thing that's calling you 
rather than set the example for your family or for yourself or for whomever that you're willing to stay small for them. Like that's way more guilt to put on or that you have to get it right the first time. Yeah. Oh, like I must make the right decision, the perfect decision, the very first time. Otherwise I'm bad. I'm, I suck. And I cannot, I'm not allowed to like make another decision. Yeah. And try something yeah. different. I know I, I put up, God, this was years ago, but I'm reminded of an Instagram post I made a few years ago. Like, oh, I didn't realize I had to know it all by my second rodeo. Like we always say like, oh, it ain't my first rodeo. Well, your second rodeo is probably not going to be that great either. You're probably still going to be bucked off the horse or the bull or whatever. Like you're going to have to do like 20 or 20 odd rodeos. Yeah. And I think make it into the next round. And like that kind of to circle back to your question on self-care. Yes, absolutely. Extremely important. Something I have neglected up until now, you know, up until this past year in my business. Um, and COVID had anything to do with that. I don't see, this is where because I don't have kids and because I have worked from home for a very long time. And, yeah. We're, we're used you to know, this. This ain't I our second rodeo. <laughs> super affected like lifestyle shift wise. I do believe that like, I do like, I also, I can, as I'm saying that I also know that I compartmentalize and stuff things down. So mm. I could tell myself I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It didn't really affect me. And then I can also like look back and be like, oh, but I probably was depressed and I probably was overworking to not have to think about it. And I probably was like, if I took the time to actually reflect on it, honestly, yeah, of course it affected me. Yeah. Just maybe it didn't up disrupt my day to day the way that like it disrupted my sister's day to day and my best friend's day to day. And like all of the extra pressures that they had, you know, being having families to, to take care of. Yeah. I I think it, here's what it was for me. I kept setting these, I published my income reports so you can go and see the progression of like growth, 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 growth. Right. At some point I kept, yeah, I kept thinking, well, I kept thinking when I reached this point, I'll be happy. When I reach this point, it'll get easier. When I reach this point, things will, I won't have to work so much. When I reach, like, that was my, not um, maybe conscious mindset, but a very subconscious, like, achieve equals happiness. But the Mm. happiness never came, right? The happy, I was always chasing it. And it wasn't until my, my current business coach was like, hey, I don't think that's how that works. And I see, I've been working with you for a year. I've been seeing you, uh, do this and you need to do things that create happiness regardless of what your business is doing. Otherwise that's never going to be. Yeah. And so that's kind of the journey that I've been on right now is like, I get to take a lot of fulfillment and validation from this business. Awesome but I also need to be happy whether it exists or not, because that's an external circumstance that is not always going to be there for me. This 
podcast is supported by Better Help. Magic makers, if you're listening to Find Your Magic, it means that you know how important it is to prioritize your mental health, which is why I am so happy to share about a platform I personally believe in, and that's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P. I personally went through a period when I genuinely wanted to find a professional therapist, but I was having the hardest time finding somebody a who I wanted to work with and b who I could actually afford. So better help. It's the easiest, most accessible way to connect with and talk to a professional counselor about whatever's going on for you. Here's the gist of how it works. So better help is an online therapy platform that matches you with a licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited therapist. Once you match with a therapist that's best for you and your needs, you're able to start communicating in less than 48 hours. Plus, and honestly, this is a huge reason I believe in and love BetterHelp, it's affordable because nobody should be excluded from getting the help they need because they can't afford it. So not only are the rates extremely affordable, but they even have financial aid available for anyone who needs it. So if you want 10% off your first month of therapy on BetterHelp, head to betterhelp.com slash findyourmagic or enter the promo code findyourmagic at checkout. Find your magic's all one word. So that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash findyourmagic for 10% off your first month of therapy. Completely. And I, I am so grateful for, to, for you to share that. And I also think that a lot of people are probably nodding along to this because as entrepreneurs, we are a certain type of brain And I think it's really difficult for us to experience something that makes us light up and not want to turn it into a business opportunity. Like even my freaking lemonade stands when I was a kid, I would, I mean, they were so elaborate. It was ridiculous. It was like great British baking show level insane. And I was eight years old. And I would be like having panic attacks at eight years old being like, mom, we need the brownies out of the oven right now, right now. (laughs) Like so insane. But I think that that's how entrepreneurs work. Like it's actually really difficult for us to find things that are just fun and just fulfilling rather than like, how can I make money from this? Yes. Yes. And I think it's funny because, you know, we started off this podcast interview with my story of my beige beige office Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I could have been happy had I just chosen to be happy. Wow. Then. Not, cho- not, and, and I don't want to say that as like, it's I do not toxic depression positivity. and mental health yeah. is real. And I do absolutely think therapy and medication are real. And I absolutely don't think that you can just, everybody can just wake up and choose to be happy. And it's just a choice. So Agreed. I just want to be very, very clear um, on that. With the life skills that I have learned and the experiences that I've been through and the mindset shifts and everything, I'm like, oh, I did not have to let that external circumstance make me 
feel the way that I thought that that was making me feel a certain way. I thought Mm -hmm. I was at the effect of that job. Mm -hmm. I did not claim my own power in that situation the way that I could have. And I could have, um, so I reflect back on that and it comes from a place of, oh, how powerful I actually am. I could have made any situation work and make the light, any, anything in my life that I, that I want to work, work. I don't have any regrets. I would never change anything, but I'm just like, wow, I'm actually super powerful. Yes. And I think it's a really important distinction of like wanting to do something versus like wanting to do something because you feel deeply called to do it versus doing something because you think you should. Or wanting to escape. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wanting to escape and really taking a look at the, the things behind what is motivating you to make certain moves in your life. And I also want to piggyback on what you said. There are lots of work situations that are extremely toxic and you do need to escape. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to minimize that. Absolutely. Um, what we're saying isn't some sort of like toxic positivity, like just change the channel. Um, right. and like, <laughs> you know, like we're not robots. Um, more what we're saying is to get curious, I think about like, what is really motivating you to make certain decisions in your life. And if the motivations are pure because you know that you are capable and want to give more then that's an aligned decision. That's a decision you should make and figure out how to make it happen for yourself. But to, to Shannon's point, don't forget to celebrate every time you make one of those decisions. Don't forget to live in the joy of having done it because that's a very, very easy trap to fall into of thinking I'll be happy when. And I think that's across the board, like no matter what you're talking about, whether it's your job or your relationships or your friendships or your family, that I'll be happy when thing, that's, that's universal. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I would love to know now that we've sort of gotten this baseline of how you've arrived to where you are and like why you made the decision to leave that job and the brave decision to get help and to build what you currently have. I'd love for you to actually share about the gift that you're giving, because I just think what you're doing is so valuable because everything that we just talked about for the last half hour informs what you do and what you give to people. So would you mind giving like a a description of how you help people? Oh, absolutely. So I teach entrepreneurs how to DIY their website with WordPress in a very like empowering way, right? It's just, I want you to be able to get your passion and your business online without like feeling inept or unsupported or um, whatever. So I have a totally free training called the free five-day website challenge. And it's videos. It walks you through step-by-step how to do everything. I don't ever want that barrier to hold people back. And it's, it's like such, I love this business model for me because it's such a win-win. Like I make affiliate commissions. If people 
by the tools that I teach inside the training. That's how I can keep it free. Uh, and it's kind of it's insane like a, that it's free. Like once you take it, you're like, how is this free? <laughs> it's like my gift to the world, right? It's like, it is, I truly, I truly am just like, I feel like this is like my public service, even yes. though I do make money from it. Right. I, it supports, totally. like it supports my business. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's such an important thing to call out is that it is such a gift and yes, it does make you money, but it's not a sales tactic. And I think what's really cool about this specific freebie is that it is probably like this and copy, honestly, like you and I are very aligned in this Yes, are the two things that are probably the biggest gatekeepers of holding people back from launching their business, feeling technical overwhelm of how to actually get their website online and their business yep. online. And then what the hell to put on the website, what words yep. to say, <laughs> how to describe yourself and how to write emails. Like those are the two things. That's exactly the attitude I had for copy class of like, how do I solve, like, why is this even such a huge pain point when it could be solved with like very simple handholdy descriptions? Like it doesn't have to be this big, scary thing, you know, like that's what I love about all your trainings. They're just very, they're very, very easy to follow. You do not have to be a technical wizard to DIY a website on WordPress. I love that. I'm going to take that little copy snippet that Do you it. just said. Do it. <laughs> and so I also teach web designers how to run web design businesses uh, because back when I was freelancing, I had a freaking hard time with charging and boundaries. And, you know, I started mentoring web designers back in 2016. Um, on how to market their business, how to, you know, after I had finally gotten mentorship to help me like become like a real business person. I don't know. I was just kind <laughs> yeah. of doing it before then. And then I was like, what so many web designers need help because they're struggling like I was. And that has now become like the light of my life is helping web designers run profitable, sustainable, scalable businesses. So I kind of have these two things going on. It's like, I teach the DIYers, I teach the web designers, and it's just, it's so fulfilling because I know that like these two things are like empowering other business owners to like create their business and have an impact in the world and, um, you know, do something beyond themselves. And, and I think like, ah, oh, that was that purpose I was seeking yeah. in that beige office that I didn't feel that like, I get to do something that has like a huge ripple effect. You get to do something that has a huge ripple effect. When you teach people how to talk about what they do in a way that gets other people to pay attention, mm -hmm. you get to have such a huge impact on the world. That's like, so beyond I teach copywriting. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think what's really Thank you. That's lovely. I'm going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think what's really amazing about both of our particular niches is that it, it, it goes so much deeper than just how to write copy that converts and how to build a website. It actually is a lot of mental health work. It's, yes. it's really about being truthful with yourself about who you are and how you want to serve the world in both ways. Like it sounds 
it might not sound like that when you're picking branding colors and um, fonts and how many pages are going to go on the website or what your tagline is going to be. It feels very like, you know, frivolous almost, but actually it's very deep because it forces you to be like, oh, what do I actually like? How do I actually want to show up in the world? How do I actually want to talk to people and connect with them? Who do I even want to connect with? It's kind of existential questions in order to start a successful business. And we're here to help you. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, and what beliefs about myself do I get to let go of in the process? I can't do this. I'm not techie enough. I don't know how to write. No one wants to hear what I say. It's a, it truly is a transformational process to hang your little shingle out and decide that like, you're going to help people with this thing and and then to go through what you need to go through. If I had not decided to start a business, I can't, I don't even know who I would be today. Like that version of me in the beige office. I'm like, it feels like a different person from another life. It was. It was, I was talking with my therapist about the, the process of actually grieving an old identity. And a lot of times it's wrapped up in a job. Um, I've talked a lot on this podcast about how I left my career, a successful career in acting and entertainment, right. When I got the biggest job of my life. And I really did have to mourn it for a couple of years, like a death, because that girl, that version of me no longer exists. She Mm. gone. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. and you, if you don't treat it like grief, then you're actually not going to process it. And it's going to be in the back of your head. Oh, I should have stayed in that law office. I should have stayed in that corporate job. Like, what am I even doing? If you don't mourn that old identity, then it can actually haunt you. Interesting. Fascinating. I'm kind of in the middle of another, one of those transitions from being the one doing everything in the business to Mm -hmm. being, I call it the solopreneur to CEO. I'm in the middle of that transition. And I do feel like I need to take some time to mourn the version of me who built the business because I'm not wanting to hand the reins over. Oh yeah. We love to that person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Saying goodbye to that person. Yeah. Because that was that it was your identity. It's very difficult mm-hmm. to let go of not just a job, but an identity. Yes. Yeah. It runs oh, deep. Fascinating. <laughs> just turn into a full on therapy session. <laughs> yeah. How much do I owe you for this podcast? Interview? I know. I know. This is the best. <laughs> oh man, Shannon, I feel like we could talk for hours, but I'm just so happy that you were able to come on and and share your gift with this audience and man, oh man, you're just such an inspiration. And, um, seriously, you guys follow her blog and her journey. It's been very inspiring for me and exactly what you're talking about, like really taking the time to transition into that CEO role. It's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me here and, um, just introducing me to, to your community. So thank you. Of course. And we mentioned your freebie, but where can people find you and connect with you? Yeah. So they can just go to my website, shannonmatter.com. All the things are there. And you can also find me on Instagram at Shannon L. Mattern. 
great. And I will pop all of that in the show notes below. Thank you guys so much for being here for this conversation on Find Your Magic with Shannon Mattern. We will see you very soon. Hey, Magic Maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.